What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Sunday Leagues Investors channel. My name is Brian, and I'm joined with... What's up? What's up? It's your boy, Luigi. Luigi and Brian. Well, Luigi and me. I don't know. I spoke in third person. But today, we are going to do a market update, what we've been up to. Right, Luigi? Yeah, everything that's been going on. Because I, I feel like, you know, that's a really good thing to talk about. Because we always... I guess we never really talked about this until, like, since the very beginning when we started Sunday League Investors. So now it should yeah. be, I think now it's a good time to update you guys. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, well, we thought this episode would be really interesting for you guys just because you guys give it inside knowledge of what we're up to because um, we are always participating in the soccer card market and, you know, we are human beings. So it'll be interesting to, to talk about like all the things that's been going on, right? Like from the end of Champions League all the way up to, I believe, the... Um, up into the first few games of EPL. Um, and thanks guys for, you know, roasting me on that card. <laughs> I'm a sellout card. Um, the point was not to show the centering. The point was to show that he had a great day. Okay. So, but I will look better when I post a, a photo. Um, and I will never post that photo again. Cause like y- y'all just completely just roasting me. But anyways, um, but yeah, yeah. Luigi, how you been, man? Like how you been dealing with everything? Cause I know, it was a lot of excitement at the end of the Champions League, right, right up to the end of the championship. Um, and honestly, I thought that Mbappe not winning the Champions League final kind of hurt the market a little bit. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, I mean, everything, you know, it's, it's, it's like you said, like people were excited. The market was exciting up to the Champions League finals. And I mean, I think we all saw it once that ended and like soccer slowed down for a little bit. The market slowed down, too. Um, yeah. And I just feel, I mean, to, and to me, dude, I was buying up to like last minute before the champions league final, you know, I was trying <laughs> to, I was, uh, I was buying, especially players that were going to be in the finals. Um, I know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just decided to see what happened, but then I don't know, it, it kind of got scary afterwards. Right. Like, yeah. Well, I, I don't know about scariness, but I was scared of some of the actions that people were doing. Right. Like, you were not alone. Well, I I don't think you were buying Mbappe before the final. Were you? I was not. No, not not Mbappe. No, <laughs> yeah, not Mbappe. You, yeah, I, um, but I, a lot of people were. You know, a lot of people were buying um, Mbappe's base PSA tens for I don't know, like almost two thousand dollars, banking on this one result, right? Yeah. Which is really scary. It's basically hardcore gambling at that point. You yeah. know, and I I always think that with when you're trying to bank on one result is when you start getting in trouble right you we start getting to the point where like hey you know because of this one result you could literally win a lot or lose a lot but at the end of the day it was actually really funny some other players on Bayern Munich even though they won like Alfonso Davies you know they um Lewandowski Thomas um, Mueller um Mm -hmm. all those guys actually ended up <laughs> tanking, <laughs> tanking, tanking as price. Well. Yeah, their their modern cards at least, not their not their true rookie card, and and it was just a testament that if you are all thinking the same thing, if we're all thinking the same thing as investors, that that means you should probably be thinking about the other thing, right? Because if everybody's thinking about, hey, I'm gonna sell Davies or Lewandowski when they win, that means there's gonna be more supply than demand. I don't know if that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel you. Um, yeah, another thing to like, I guess you know, it goes in with what you said. Um, because I feel like the fi- like everybody, it's like you said, and a lot of people were buying Mbappe's, not just Mbappe's, but players from PSG, like Neymar, Neymar. for example, or other players like Bayern Munich. But the, all the focus was in, in this game. But then 
what you know what's going on with other players though there's a lot of other players out there too you know that just I guess lost a little bit of interest you know of, of interest and I guess that would have been a good point actually to you know even go in there and just start looking at those and maybe buying those but um but yeah man I guess you know talking about I guess going in a little bit of what I what I was doing um like I said I was buying cards before the Champions League game but then once that ended and we all saw that the market just dropped a little bit um not a little bit not a little bit not a little bit yeah it, it was actually surprising and a funny thing I'll tell you guys a funny story before that I had bought Neymar 2014 Prism um <laughs> a lot of three and I paid I paid a little bit of money for that dude and then after that and then when I saw Neymar's 2014 Prism dropped in price a lot dude like right now what I have it's I think it's half of what I paid Right. So, right. I mean, you know, just to see that, of course, it, you know, it scares you. But at the same time, I bought, I feel like I bought the Neymar stuff at a peak because everybody, yeah. yeah, everybody, everybody was on it. So I don't feel too bad about that. But still, you know, some like scenarios like that is what, you know, as investors, it kind of scare you. Right. Yeah. And it's good to be human about it. Right. Like um, I didn't we bought the a few of the. Panini candy stickers, mm-hmm. with Beckham, Ronaldo, and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. We bought a few of them for like a few, um, I think 200 and 250 bucks. And little did we know, even though that's not like a modern thing, but the market was so hot that it actually dropped in price. I mean, I think you could pick up that that sticker for like a hundred dollars yeah. now on, on eBay. But that that's something that as investors we should learn about. You know, I think you shouldn't get too emotional about if it doesn't work out now because it depends how you're investing, right? If you're investing on one result, that's that's when it gets scary. But if you right, invest right. long-term, um, six, 12 months, um, based on performances, then you should be okay because at the end of the day, your investments will always rise higher than what you bought it for because right now the soccer market is still really, really young and, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's okay, you know? And I think that's a really great point to talk about because – Right now, I think correction-wise, it needed to happen because it was just too hot, right? I think I think we were talking about this, and I've been talking about this for a while. Like, there's some players that were rising in price that did not make sense. I don't want to name them because I know some influencers were naming them. But there are some prices that I'm just like, they don't even play. Their play style doesn't even make sense. Like, they don't really score goals. Um, why are they going up in price? I mean, some of these guys were going for like 40, 50 bucks, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean... Anyways, I don't want to get into that, but but moving along though, right? Um, I know you know. Who, have you been buying anybody at the start of the season, right? Um, or what what has your strategy turned into? Yeah, so you know, um, like I said, you know, I was buying players up till the end of Champions League game, the final that ended. I saw what happened with the market, so I started slowing down with buying because you know I was mm-hmm. I was buying heavily to to that point, but then. I noticed that you got to a point. I was like, wait, I actually need to slow down because even <laughs> buying, you know, even nowadays, if you're trying to like, well, I don't know about now because I haven't really checked lately, but buying raw cars got expensive, you know, even yeah. that, even that got too expensive. And then you would throw in from anywhere from 50 to $80 on a raw car. And then you don't really know the condition that it came in. So, you know, at that point, if you can't even get that car graded, you just really just, you know, threw fi- yeah, $50 down, down, down the drain. So it got to a point where I started slowing down. Um, so I kind of changed my strategies. I know I talked to you guys about this too. 
I have so many raw cards on my collection that I was like, I kind of start, I, I need to be selective now and start sending these out to get graded, you know? So instead of spending more money into cards, of course, you know, if I see something, something worth buying, I'm going to go buy it. But now not so much raw. I will go if it's graded, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, but going back to what I was saying, now I think I'm going to just take my collection be selective, especially with those uh, older cards, you know, from legends. Let's just, let's just say that from, from legend rookie cards uh, specifically, I'm going to start sending those out to uh, PSA, get them graded, you know? And like I said, focus my money on that instead of just keep buying more. Um, yeah. 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 And, and I was going to say, First off, congratulations on your grading submission, your first grading submission uh, yeah. from PSA. We're not going to tell them what you got because I want them to watch the video. Or <laughs> if you're on the live, if you're on the IG live that one day, um, you know, you, you guys know it. what it is. Yeah. yeah, you saw it. But um, congratulations on what you got, your Renato 2002 and your Zidane 2002. We're really happy. Um, you hit it really, you hit it really pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just yeah. say that. Let's just say that. Um, but yeah, you're, that's a great point. That's a great point. And it actually kind of took me back, right? Because we're, I was still aggressively buying. I actually mm -hmm. been transitioning to more vintage. Yeah. Um, the vintage market has been really, really hot. And the more I'm in, the more I research about it, the more it kind of is apparent that vintage is still severely underpriced because of the pop count of just how hard it is to get a good grade. Um, we still buy modern cards if it's a really great deal, but we're like, we're, like you said, we're trying to stay away from, I, I'm actually trying to stay away from base cards, right? Um, if you really saw the market correction, most of the stuff that was going on was like base cards were all getting jacked up. I mean, completely just annihilated. But when you look at silvers or the higher parallels, they actually stayed in price. So that's another lesson I would say is, you know, for, for you as an investor, the market, the soccer market is so young. You got to see if you could go for a higher parallel parallel or a silver, because then it'll protect you from actual those, all those price vol volatilities. Um, yeah. And that's why I've seen when I was like looking into the market. And also if you have raw, make sure you're buying raw to get them graded. Right. I mean, these are things that if you want to be safe, like, you know, for us, we're super risk adverse, actually. You know? <laughs> Some people think that we, we are crazy, but no, we actually are very risk adverse. Most of our investments are legends actually, yeah. which is uh, super ironic. Yeah. Um, but the main thing though, for us is I was actually going to go buy this sticker, this legendary sticker, uh, this legendary player. I'm not going to name him because um, I'm trying to find him <laughs> for a better <laughs> price. But for real, it was going to be 250 bucks um, shipping from Italy. And, you know, I was going to go get it. I was going to go get it and go get it graded. But then I remember what you're telling me. You were saying you're going to get your stuff graded because us, we have hundreds of cards, legendary stickers that are not graded. But if you really think about it, you put a certain amount of money to go grade them. And all you need to do is get a good one, good grade for like a vintage legend. You use that to sell it, and then you can go buy something that's graded. So that's actually a really interesting strategy. We're actually going to start doing that too, man, because um, yeah. I think that's 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 smart. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that I want to bring up though, because I know right now you're um you did mention you know if you're gonna buy raw, make sure you buy it to get it graded. And yeah, it's true because nowadays like like I said before, the prices are so expensive that you actually have to be careful now. But you know, the interesting thing is when we started out, we, you didn't care. Like in my mind, I never had, I'm gonna send these out to get graded. Cause you were spending what? 
a couple of dollars per, per card. So the risk yeah. was minimum, you know? Yeah. The, the, dude, we were getting, I remember, I remember the days we were getting Ronaldo um, prisms for like 15, 20 bucks. And we're just questioning, man, that might be a little expensive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember those days. So yeah. And you're right. You got to have a good intentions or some sort of intentions. Cause if you try to just flip the base, you might be in trouble just because you might sell it to somebody that's wanting to get, gets graded. Cause you know, remember if you're going to be flipping modern cards, you're most likely flipping it to an investor. Yeah. Um, and th that's the truth. So that, that's, that's our take on it. Um, you know, I think right now vintage is super hot. So if you have anything that's vintage, we were, I was going over Louis Figo the other day on our Instagram and what's really crazy was none of his rookie stickers were actually graded in his mm. PSA pop report. I mean, this is an absolute legendary generational talent uh, that people look up to in Portugal and around the world, you know, and he doesn't have a, a graded sticker. So I, I think that's what you should be doing. Um, but the question I'm going to ask you, I, I didn't put this on a Google Doc, but it's like, does that mean not to buy modern cards, though? No, I mean, definitely. It does not mean that, you know, I <laughs> yeah. mean... Especially, I, I feel like for me, for example, um, if I'm buying modern cards, I will be focusing more on prospects, you mm, know? Okay. Because I feel like at, at, at right now, I don't know about the future, but I feel like right now, some established players that I really want to get into, they're still too expensive for me to actually go after them. So, but in, in, in another case, prospects that I actually think are going to do something, you know, we like, you can still pick them up at, at a at a reasonable price. So in my case, you know, if I, I mean, which, which I will, you know, buying modern cards, I think that's going to be my focus. Of course, it's going to be different for other people, you know? Um, but then another thing to mention out there too, is try to buy actually high-end cards, not, not, not bases, you know? Yeah. Um, if you can, you know, try to go for those. If you're buying raw, please make sure like, even if, if you got to ask the buyer, you know, send, can you send me more pictures or even send me a video of a 360 around the car? Just oh, make damn, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, just make sure, you know, you just do everything you can to make sure that you're actually getting, you know, the right stuff for you to actually go get it graded and, you know, have a great return. Yeah, I, I, comp I completely agree. And, and I think the thing you kind of said, um, and I guess I'll break it down is that you're doing monocarts for prospects because they're actually, it's actually the rookie cards essentially it's rookie cards yeah right yeah, so that's kind of like a principle i think um mm -hmm. and i i'm actually going to do a huge report or a huge discussion on this because i've been really re i've been literally studying this thing for a while but basically true rookies versus modern cards for just players in general or yeah. second year cards like what's the differences i've been looking at other sports and it's starting to be really apparent that you should be trying to get true rookies because for example um we've been buying up <laughs> a lot of mohammed Salah. If you, if you guys have been following our mail days, like it's no yeah. secret. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We love him. Um, yeah. His rookie cards, a rookie sticker is like 150 bucks PSA nine. That's like a steal because we look at it, his silver world cup um, prism 2018 um, PSA nine is $160. And that doesn't make sense, right? A true rookie. Cause if you think about it, you're trying to sell it to, for us, who are you selling it to, right? Who spends the big money? Who spends the most money? It's usually collectors, right? And collectors are going to want the principal true rookies. Yeah. So that's something that that you kind of pointed out for modern cards. So that's really that's really important to know. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say don't buy modern cards. We actually have a lot of twenty eight prism, twenty eighteen prism, uh, Mohammed Salah 
Um, but have you been buying any other players though, by the way, um, or any players that you've been looking forward to buy for this coming upcoming season, whether it's like EPL, La Liga, um, Bundesliga. I know you don't like Bundesliga, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) um, well right now I'm actually waiting for the, um, for the select euros, euro cards. So, yeah, so I have a plan. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to throw in any players out there, but (laughs) I'm just going to say that right now my focus is on that. And hopefully, you know, I can get a few boxes there. They're pretty expensive on on my, my point. I think like, I think we mentioned the hobby box were around $500. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll probably try to get, hopefully I can get a couple of those. If not, I'm going to, cause there's, there's real there's some interesting players that are going to be, hopefully they're going to, because I don't think the checklist is out there already. No, no, no. I think we're yeah. assuming. <laughs> yeah. We're assuming, we're assuming that the, the, you know, the players that I want are going to be there. So my interest is going to be that. So I'm kind of holding out, you know, a little bit till, till when that happens, when that drops. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah. So you're just holding, so you're going and in, in, uh, investing in un, uh, unopened wax essentially. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah. I mean, good. you know, another, yeah. Another thing that I, I haven't mentioned um, because I did say I haven't been buying cards, you know, but I've actually been buying a lot of um, boxes, uh, World Cup uh, hobby boxes. Um, Right now I'm looking, I'm actually looking at a 1996 uh, um, Opera deck or 1994, sorry. 94, Opera deck. They're pretty, pretty reasonable price and, you know, from, from the way I see it. So I'm probably going to, I mean, I don't care because by the time people you guys listen to this, I probably haven't bought them all. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I was, I was like, damn, I was like, you're already putting it out there. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, especially yeah, like the old, the, the old vintage stuff. You know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm I'm trying to get more into buying boxes from from those and just holding them for a little bit. Um, I I, I do really think that you know they're gonna be big. You know, yeah. I, um, I I'm not sure it was gonna be big, but I know it's been trending up. It used to be. 40 bucks, a whole entire hobby box in 1994. Not just hobby, but just a box. And yeah, and then now I think they're selling for $120, something like that. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we've been screaming about it, man. Like, and you've been, you've been, you've been loading up on a lot of World Cup boxes, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. And and I think you've done pretty well. So like, I think anything vintage, anything that you get graded is really the safest bet. Like I said, we're risk adverse, but we do bet a little bit. Uh, For example, for us, we're really high on Mohamed Salah and really high on Bruno Fernandes. And even then, that's not even like a big risk, I would say, um, just because like they're established players. Are we going hardcore into any prospects? Not really. We might carry one or two prospects. Like we, I know we talk about prospects a lot and I think, you know, maybe this is a time where we might not just in the, in the in forward in the um in the future maybe we don't talk too much about pro- prospects because like i know people love it but we actually don't invest as much in it and i'm not saying don't do it it's just it's just a risky game right it is. um you know what what if mason greenwood and, and phil phone never learn you know they don't learn <laughs> and they, exactly. they go out again during quarantine right man exactly. i mean they'll get exiled by uh by the english media i'll tell you that <laughs> so um but yeah man do you have anything else to add though um, no, I mean, just, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the future. Like, you know, the leagues, the EPL and La Liga just started up. Um, I know the French has been going on for a little bit now, the French league, Bundesliga is about to start up. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens, you know, especially, you know, um, cause champions league, you know, we'll also have champions league start back up. So I know a lot, you know, 
the attention is going to be back again. Cause I feel like it, it kind of lost a little bit of attention, you know, the break. And I feel like, especially here in America it was because of the NBA playoffs. You know, I think yeah. people, people are just right now, they're just, Whoa, like, you know, like all their focus is on that. So I feel like once that's over, the soccer, you know, will be, will be at it again. And we'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting times. And, you know, nowadays I think like, and like we've talked about it already, you just got to be more careful on your investment, you know, just make sure like my advice to everyone is just be careful, you know, and make sure you're, you do your research, make sure you're getting what you see and you're sure about it. And, but yeah, man. Yeah. And I forgot to even, maybe this is a good, that's a good talking point. Basically, what do we see in the future? Right. I, I in my opinion, with the market correction, that should have happened. You know, like I said, there are players that are going up in price that I didn't agree with, but if, Mbappe doesn't win a championship, his price should go down. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm trying to say? That that should happen. All these things need to happen because there's no attention, right? Exactly. So anybody that's really worried about the market correction, it's okay. But understand it's it's logical, right? It's not like, oh, all of a sudden it's just like no one wants it no more. It's because there's no attention and there's no there's no soccer going on, right? There's other sports. The prices should go down and use it as a buying opportunity. Um, but I will say if you want to really be safe, go true rookies, vintage. Um, if not, modern cards are good too, but stay within the realm of higher parallel silvers because you'll be safer because right now the market is not to the point where base is going to be, you know, good. Um, but it's still good. I mean, don't, don't, don't buy base. It's just that understand what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. So it, yeah, in the future, I think, honestly, I think we're going to see another huge hyper growth in my opinion because um, soccer has never been hotter and we're starting to see a whole entire reactionary market. I was looking at Mohamed Salah. He's been moving up in price rent, like because of that yeah. hat trick. So it's, it's happening again. So yeah. don't be too alarmed guys. Um, yeah, Luigi. yeah. One last thing I, I, I do want to mention though, I'm not saying hold your stuff and wait till this happens to sell, but just remember we got the euros around the corner next year. Yeah. And then, and then the year after that, we have the world cup, you know, so it's, it's, it's some exciting times to look forward to, you know, and once again, I'm not saying hold your stuff and then sell it when this happens. Um, but it's just exciting times to look forward to, you know? Yeah, I, I completely agree, man. But, um, but anyway, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, this whole entire market update. Let us know. Do you guys want to know more about what we're doing? Um, because I, I think most of our Instagram stuff is basically talking about what we're doing. We don't actually just say it. So, but yeah, rate and subscribe on our podcast. That would mean the world to us. And yeah, man, any, any closing comments, Luigi? No, just be smart guys. Be smart. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like me. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. I love you guys. See ya.